What more could have been done to stop the attack? That's it, right? That's, that is the question this morning. Yeah, just when we all thought life in 2021 couldn't get any crazier and any more unsettling. Um, I want to start this morning, I think, you know, with a, with a word for those caught up in yesterday's attack or with loved ones who were injured or traumatised. All of us are thinking of you and wishing you well. And of course, our news team is going to keep us up to date with any developments as soon as they come to hand. But that question, what more could have been done to stop the attack? Well, I don't think we know enough yet to answer that question with the certainty that the gravity of this attack this attack deserves. But we do understand a few things. The man was known to police and authorities. He was known to the Prime Minister. Judging by previous monitoring when he was arrested for buying a hunting knife, I think it's safe to say he didn't have the freedom to plan a more sophisticated attack. Now, that's not to say he wanted to plan a more sophisticated attack. We don't know that yet. It's not to say his spree at the Newland countdown wasn't terrible. But it also wasn't particularly well planned compared to the Christchurch terrorist who was able to plan attack for a long period of time without ever being bothered by the authorities and who used assault weapons to kill as many people as possible. We are fortunate that yesterday's attack wasn't as sophisticated. Part of that may be because the man was being monitored. You know, I, I thought it was very interesting the Prime Minister was so enthusiastic about getting the suppression orders lifted from this man's uh, case. It suggests to me that she and her advisers feel confident there was nothing more the security agencies could have done to stop the attack. From what we've been told, I think you'd have to say police responded incredibly quickly. 60 seconds, if indeed that was the length of time between the start of the attack and police shooting this man dead, is a very short period of time. Not short enough for those people who were attacked, but, but pretty quick. Yeah, clearly this is going to draw attention to New Zealand's anti-terror laws. In 2017, the man tried to travel overseas to fight for ISIS. He had fundamentalist material at his home, but two days after he was bailed, he purchased a hunting knife and was arrested again. Authorities tried to prosecute him under the Terrorism Suppression Act, but a ruling judge said under the law as it stands, the purchase of the knife could not be considered a triggering act. And actually, the judge took the unusual step of forwarding his decision to the Attorney General, the Solicitor General and the Law Commission. He felt, as many others and the Royal Commission felt, that our laws have a gaping hole when it comes to the planning of a terrorist attack. Now, that is supposedly being changed. New terrorism laws are passing through Parliament at the moment. It's not going to be absolutely clear until those laws are finalised if they could have prevented this attack. And it all depends on thresholds. It all depends on legal burdens. What does and doesn't constitute planning? Sadly, those changes have come too late. One final point, though, and I think this is really important to remember, we need to be sure that police and authorities 
did everything possible within their powers to prevent the attack happening in the first place. But we also need to accept that power has limitations. Limitations are really important. Police and security agencies can't just lock someone up forever without following a scrupulous judicial process. And sadly, regardless of our terror laws, there will always exist the possibility for an individual to go out and harm innocent people. We should take every prudent step to prevent it from happening, absolutely. But an independent judiciary and appropriate limits on power help to give us the freedom and security that events and people like this guy threaten. Ultimately, they're part of what make New Zealand a good country to live in.